Welcome to the Brody Sattva Podcast. I'm Enoch Daniel. Like a lot of men of a certain age, my good friend Sosh and I have felt a sense of dissatisfaction. We're settled and successful, but we also have our struggles and personal demons. For the past couple of years, we've been on a journey to become better men. By that, I mean better husbands, better fathers, better human beings, just better at this thing called life. And now we've decided to share that journey with you and invite you along for the ride. We'll be speaking with each other, as well as others with wisdom to share, and hopefully some of you. We're here to ask the important questions, such as, how can we be better men and still tell dick jokes? And what can a couple of bros learn about the path to enlightenment anyway? Let's find out and become better together. Get jacked on mindfulness, philosophy, mental health, and connection, starting right now. Bros, this is a huge week for the podcast. For the first time, we have a woman on the bro show. That's right. Barriers are being broken. We were so lucky to get some time to chat with Jessica Bax, or Jay Bax, as she's known to her fans and followers. Jessica is a personal trainer, a certified meditation teacher, a podcaster, and a mindset coach. She's an entrepreneur and a self-made woman. If you've listened much to her podcast, you know I'm a sucker for a story about someone pivoting in their life and following a dream. Bonus points if they find success in that pivot. Well, that's Jess. As you hear in the pod, it all started with a mirror selfie. Back when she was in college, unhappy, out of shape, and overweight. We had a blast talking with Jess. She tells us about her journey. We talk about the mindset shift she went through last year when the pandemic descended on her life, something that many of us can empathize with. We discuss fitness, mindfulness, and the intersection of physical and mental health. We try to get some fitness tips out of her, but I'll leave a bit disappointed that she doesn't tell me how to get those chiseled abs I want. We talk about our kids and cultivating good influences online. This is the first time that I really wished... We had some video to release with the interview, first of all, because besides being a smart, funny, and driven young woman with a fascinating story and a positive outlook, Jessica Bax is a total smoke show. Seriously, check out her Instagram. Second, I'd love everyone to see the comparison of her interview backdrop to ours. It's fucking comical and slightly embarrassing. She made us look like amateurs. Third... I just wish you could all see Soch falling all over himself trying to impress her. Uh, There were exercise demonstrations, some minor flexing, even dancing. It was something to behold. (laughs) Anyway, this was a fun conversation. I think you'll find some nuggets of wisdom in there. And if nothing else, we can introduce you bros to an amazing, super cool young woman named Jessica Bax. But... Before we get into it, I have a tiny request. If you like the show, if you like what we do here and think we should keep it up and do more of it, we could really use your help. First of all, we're trying to grow, and that means we need more ears listening to this show. So please tell your friends. Share the show around. Let's build a community. Second, 
make sure you subscribe and review. Positive reviews really help us in algorithm land. Finally, follow us on social media and let us know if there's anything you want to hear about on the show. Okay, that's it. Shameless plugging over. Let's get into the conversation. Definite, like, we're definitely just Yeah, dude, I mean, dudes. this is really, this is, yeah. This is why we're, women. We feel like we're playing in a different league here. Yeah. <laughs> you women, know I mean? Who, she's showing us how this shit is done. Who, uh, who runs the world? <laughs> I mean, I've got my stupid, like, I've got my stupid Akira box set of manga back behind me. Yeah, dude, you are, like, and a total picture of enemy. a fucking roller skate, you know? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing okay, but then, like, this, oh, jeez. I know. She's put, I, I just got out of the shower. I mean, this stuff is. Well, you, oh. we don't expect much from you. Are you really. going to compliment me? I'm wearing hoop earrings for you guys. Yeah, you, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I have I'm a ring wearing, on. I have bracelets. I'm I put on some jeans too. that you have do. a tie. Like, I don't know. I'm wearing hoop <laughs> earrings, too. You just can't see underneath the headphones. <laughs> Last night, we went out. Uh, to, we're standing at the place in Arkansas. Um, and this 21-year-old waitress, I am, like, by far the youngest guy in this group. But I also have the uh, Anderson Cooper thing going on here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah that's compare, right. Yourself, compare yourself to Anderson Cooper. Sure, that's, go ahead. That's right, That's right, folks at home. <laughs> you're staring at a silver fox here. Uh, she she was like, uh, yeah, I think you're like, you know, mid-40s. And uh, I was like, all right, okay, that, that's that's cool. Who do you think is the oldest out of this group? And she goes, you, right? And I'm like, damn it. There went your tip. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> I know. It was like, you just broke my heart. <laughs> I straight up turned into my dad. So, uh, everybody, this is a really big day for the Brody Safa podcast. This, this is, is the huge. Very first time we've had a woman on the podcast. This has like been a total bro show up yeah. until now. Oh, oh, I'm so excited. Uh, the pressure's really on here. I can be pretty bro-y, so I cool. say bro, dude, brother, whatever you want me to say. I'm, brother. I think this is a good segue into having more women on the podcast. I think so. I think, I think you're breaking ground here. You know, you're breaking through that glass, more a floor <laughs> than a ceiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more like you got really, really trashed, and you're just stumbling, and you just crashed you, through the glass. You didn't so much go floor. through the glass ceiling as you, as you stumbled through a patio door. Into our podcast. That <laughs> but everybody, we are so excited to have Jess Bax, <laughs> J Bax, on the podcast today. And she is such a cool woman. I've been listening to her podcast and reading up on her online. And she has been in the fitness and health sphere for years now. And in the past year or so, I think as a lot of us, the pandemic hit. And she took a little stock of things and sort of shifted and has gotten more in the mindfulness and mental health space, has started her own podcast, and is doing some amazing things in that sphere as well. And we're just so excited to have her here to uh, chat a little bit today. I'm super stoked to be here. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. Now, do, you, do you like to go by Jess or do you like people to call you J-Bax? What's your, what's your preference? That's a good question. I feel like I've been, I get that question asked a lot. Um, I think with my, like my clients, a lot of people call me J-Bax. That's Mm -hmm. just how they know me by. But a lot of times my friends call me Jess, even though I introduce myself as Jessica a lot. I'm trying to be like, not as formal. I'm, I'm Jess now, you know, I'm, I'm your friend. Yeah, I had a friend who was Billy growing up, and, and we we called him Billy all through high school. And then, like five years later, we got back together, and he's like, "Uh, can you call me uh, William now?" And we're like, "Uh, 
No. Fuck you, Billy. No. You're Billy. You will no. always be Billy. I don't know who yeah. you think you are. <laughs> don't, don't try to church that up, Billy. They talk about where, like, if you move somewhere else, like, you can be a different person. Like, if I move to a different place, I could be a Vanessa if I wanted to. I totally reinvent yourself, sure. Dude, you could pull a Vanessa cool. off. The dark hair? So? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is I a Vanessa so. hair? That's, this is that's, definitely Vanessa that's hair. That's definitely a Vanessa yeah. hair. Yeah, nice. So, I'm going to go by Hoyt. Hoyt. I've always Hoyt. thought you should be a Hoyt. I think so too. So oh, why Lloyd? don't you tell us a little bit about no? So what we do here is, in general, you know, we're we're sort of a man focused show. We're we're middle aged men. We have been taking stock of our lives, trying to be better men. We've been leaning into mindfulness philosophy. You know, we both had our own mental health struggles, um, and so we talk a lot about all that kind of stuff. And um, and but one of the most fun things we do is we interview people who've had fascinating journeys. And you strike me as someone who's had a bit of a fascinating journey. I'd like to hear a little bit about it. Just tell us a little about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Um, where to begin? Um, so as you said, I started with fitness. Fitness was, was really big for me. And I think the big push was when I was in college, I went to Mizzou my first year, big party school. Yeah, and Missouri girl, all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> um, I would we're, literally... we're from VA here, so that Mizzou stuff. No, mm, I got to cut no. that shit out. <laughs> it's only going to fly so far. <laughs> but I went to Mizzou my first year, and, you know, it's a party school. So I was mm. the person who was drinking six days a week. Uh, mm-hmm. Like every Wednesday was penny pitchers, dollar shot, dollar bottles, Thursday, Friday, thirsty Thursday, all those things. There's always an excuse to party. Always an excuse <laughs> to party. <laughs> and I was just fully in it. And I found myself just in this space where I wasn't fully present and I was using alcohol. I was using these parties to to have fun and to get myself mm. into a, a different world. But yeah, every well, you're hitting the bars five <laughs> nights a week. It's hard to hit the gym, too. Right? Well, and I would try that because I thought I was going to be a major of health and fitness. I changed my majors around a few times, but health and fitness was one of my majors. So I actually had to write my own program and do the workouts. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I was still trying to, like, work out even though I was hung over as hell. <laughs> Your liver hated you. <laughs> Like, hook up an IV. I got to go lead this aerobics right? class. I'm trying to, like, chug water on the Stairmaster. I'm like, what is happening? Like, literally, like, burping up, like, last night's tequila. Like, uh, not a good a thing. But I kept getting anxious every single morning I would wake up. And I would I was in a really dark space. So from mm. there, I was I went from about probably 120 pounds to about 167 pounds. Yeah, you 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 beat the curve on the freshman fifteen. Oh my god, freshman fifteen! It was not even ass. a challenge. No, I I crushed it. I literally knocked it out of the park with the number system there. Uh, so yeah, I just I I completely my body changed in a way that a lot of us don't want our bodies to change, sure. and I was really sad. And I'm like, you know what? I have to take rein in my life, and I have to go. I can't be here anymore. So mm. I transferred to a smaller school, SIUE, which is pretty close to St. Louis, where I'm actually mm-hmm. originally from. You remember I, I listened to one of your episodes. You talked about your sister was there too, right? Yes, yeah, and she was actually my roommate, one of my roommates. So nice. it was really easy for me to know someone there, so I wasn't totally starting fresh, um, and to have someone as like home as a safe space because I felt like I didn't have that at Mizzou um, was mm-hmm. really nice for my mental state. 
Um, so when I was there, I, I still drank a lot. I still, you know, ate a mm-hmm. lot of food, did all these things. Um, You're but, still a college kid. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was raging. I was partying. So once December 2014 hit, it was the 28th of December, I looked myself in the mirror and I have this picture that I took and I was literally wearing this like leopard bra and like these this like brown underwear that my grandma bought me when I was in seventh grade. I love paying the picture. <laughs> and I took this picture and that picture sticks with me because that is the turning point where I'm like, I'm not going to hate myself anymore. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good for you. So you did you took this picture, you kind of took stock and you thought uh, something needs to change. Then what happened? And then I started getting ready for spring break as Mm -hmm. we do for college and the second day of january i went to the gym i went with a friend and i was working out five six days a week with her i was still eating pizza some days drinking a little bit but i was still managing myself i was putting myself more in the mindset of let's go to the gym let's work on ourselves let's be better and in three months i lost 15 pounds and that was huge wow that was amazing and i felt so confident when i was on the beach Yeah. Yeah. And when I came back on um, sometimes a lot of people are like, OK, spring break. I lost all this weight. I'm just going to stop. But I'm like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. Like, I'm crushing it. Why not continue to go? So from there, I kept going to the gym. I felt more confident in in probably six months after that from March until six months. Was that May, April, June, July, August, September? I was down to like 130 pounds wow so i dropped weight pretty fast and Mm -hmm. i felt great i felt very confident in my body and and you strike me as somebody you weren't just twigging down either you were probably building muscle as well as losing fat you were yeah yeah Yeah. let's see the guns nice bam i should have worked out this morning it would have been more plump this. Yeah, well, that's nice. There's a lot yeah, bigger. I seen that. I haven't seen that plump in a while on my own. I was about to say, to, listeners at home, I am not going to arm wrestle Jay back. No, that's no. not going to happen. If we want to put money on the line, let's do it and let's try. Enix known for his 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 mind, not his muscle. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> So, but you're known for your muscle. That's right. That's right. And not my mind. I was well, trying he was, to... I mean, he doesn't like to brag, but he was a professional wrestler for a little while. That's true. I was a um, licensed... He was a, he was a luchador. He was licensed in the state of Oklahoma. What does that mean? Uh, do you know the mask wrestlers like uh, Rey Mysterio? They put the mask on and the Like Nacho suits. Libre, yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah. Actually, that's exactly it. That's much mm-hmm. more uh, accurate description of what I did than... Um, you know, WWF. Or do you AD. still have the masks around? Of course I do. <laughs> I love only that. For, only for role-playing. <laughs> no, no. I mean, for a price, anybody can. I mean, Kilowatt's still out there, okay? He's he's, he's middleweight champion of the world. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later, Jess. <laughs> okay, we'll talk it off Okay, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I got you, boo. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome. You, you, you sound like in, in the middle of college when a lot of kids aren't making the smartest decisions and aren't taking stock of their lives and making it. Yeah, we're right here. Yeah, here. Um, I didn't know what the inside of a fucking gym looked like. Um, <laughs> I, knew what the bo- I knew what the bottom of a bong looked like, but I didn't yeah. know what the inside of a gym looked like. 
Um, but so when a lot of people weren't making the best decisions, you were like, you, you changed your life. You turned around, you started exercising, you moved on this healthy plant. So when did you move from like, hey, I feel healthy and awesome and I'm doing great and I'm kicking ass to where I want to share this with other people. And, you know, this is something I could do to to help others. And, and to piggyback on uh, Enoch's awesome question there, um, like what what drove you to that kind of I mean, it's a, it's a life of service right there. And, and Enoch and I have gone and gone into this, uh, uh, how that gives you purpose and worth. So it obviously that's a value. So like, where did you pull that from as well? Um, so to answer your next question, I, when I graduated college, I moved to Lexington, Kentucky. And from there, I graduated with a communication degree and I like had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do with that. So I'm trying to find like I'm Googling like communication majors that like degrees or jobs, things like that and couldn't find anything. And then I ended up working at a brewery. So I had ample amount of time. I, I fucking love beer. If you guys want to talk beer, awesome. let's <laughs> talk. beer. I'm such a snob about it. Why are you laughing? <laughs> That's awesome. Are you like are you like an IPA girl? Or oh, what? hazy IPAs right now. They tickle me. They're good. Sosh and I had an argument one time about IPAs. I was like, man, this tastes so good. He's like, dude, that is what my mouth is supposed to taste like tomorrow. Exactly. That is, they're so bitter. I'm just like, no, why would you do that? You ha- okay, you have to continue to drink it. I mean, and it, it, it comes in waves. Like, hazy IPAs right now, they're such a fad because, like, they're an IPA, but the pininess isn't as prominent. So mm. it's, it's an easy drink. I mean, I mm. literally like the haziest of IPAs where it looks like orange juice with, like, so much pulp in there that, like, it gets stuck wow. in your, like, throat type thing. Wow. <laughs> That's intense. That's what she said. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. Nice. Nice. Just throw those softballs on the plate Honestly, like, all day I, long, was, I was pitching it. <laughs> Dude, uh, Enoch, this is, this is great, buddy, because I don't think we can scare her off. And we're going to, like, learn how to get better. You know, because I don't get offended on a lot of things and I love playing, (laughs) playing along. (laughs) So like never apologize for a joke. I'm here to play along. It's it's not so much you, Jess. It's uh, we we're, we're, we you know we're trying to branch out and all this stuff, and there's a lot of other people out there. So this is really good for us. This is going to be do, we're, <laughs> we're doing the best we can with what we, we what have. Ten percent <laughs> less shitty. That's our motto. This is going to be the best episode ever. That's all I have to say. I have to. I'm yeah. Psyched. <laughs> so psyched. So what happened? So you're working at this brewery. Okay, how do you go from like hey, I'm where I'm I'm a young college grad. Working at a brewery, digging on IPAs, to then like I'm gonna be like a fucking fitness guru. Like where did that where did that come from? What <laughs> I, happened? I think from there, people noticed me at the brewery just looking strong. So mm-hmm. they would talk about it a lot, and I was like, you know, I have all of this time. I mean, I'm working at the brewery maybe three four days a week, but I'm not working long hours. I'm working six hour shifts, and I have so much time to put into myself and mm-hmm. into a platform that I know is good like instagram like what is the insta or the influencer like nation or was before tiktok came around mm-hmm. um and i see all of these fitness chicks that i would follow and i'm like i could do that like i yeah. i think what workouts i put out there are so good i can provide those to others so I started my instagram and i it's funny when i think about my instagram because in Lexington, all of the regulars were like trying to help me with a name. Like, is it going to be Bax.fit? Like, Bax.fit. And then my one of the owners would always call me J Bax. 
never have I ever had someone call me J-Bax before. So it came from BaxFit, Bax.Fit to J-Bax.Fit. And it just flows so perfectly. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got a nice ring to it. Oh, yeah. J-Bax back. All right. Oh, yeah. Love it. And uh, um, so from there, I started, like, posting all my things and just kind of, like, sharing myself. And I was like, why don't I just start putting together a workout plan and just see what happens? So, like, yeah. I put together – it wasn't shitty, but it it wasn't my best work. It was my first fir- effort. I mean, it was nobody's, exactly. nobody's great at something the first time they do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you should listen to our first podcast. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? We killed it. Crushed it. That's true. That's true. It. Honestly, I feel like the first podcasts are always the best. Like, my first podcast got, like, 500 listens. Like, I love that. Off the bat, I'm like, Yeah, us, us too. <laughs> <laughs> How many listens did you guys get on your first podcast? Oh, like uh, it was uh, like Sosha's mom. Yeah. And <laughs> no, it's not my mom. My, my wife, my wife refused to listen to it. So like eight other people. Like it was, it was pretty quiet. It, yeah. I think we got, it, we ended up with like maybe 30 listens over it, but it took like, you know, two A months. Month. <laughs> hey, at least you got there. You hit hey, that we mark. Got there. You know, we're growing, we're growing. Yeah. So yeah, you, so you like most people who decide to be an influencer, you just you went on Instagram and immediately started crushing it, and then put out a a, a hit fitness program. That's what everybody does, right? I th- I think what happened to me where I was so shocked <laughs> on this one because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen. No, it does right. not. No, does not. no, I think I was so surprised <laughs> because I put out like it was literally just a Facebook. It was the Baby Got Back Starter Program. Nice. Because nice. baby I saw your grow backs. that do- grow that yeah. donk grow oh. that donk program on your on your website. Yeah. Awesome. I'm getting it now. I, I see what we we missed. Enoch. sex yeah. sells. All right, sex fucking sells. So yeah. it, it does. I'm bring, I'm, also, br- I'm breaking out the masks. <laughs> also, I just Starting don't only know. Fans. I don't. <laughs> That's right. The Brody Sod for OnlyFans. Yes. We talk about our feelings and rub our nipples. Um, <laughs> This is the time where we dance, and we're uh, we're definitely not showing off our our flat white boy donks. <laughs> I I encourage you to. <laughs> it's a good look. <laughs> it's just it's just a it's just a half hour of us embarrassingly trying to compare dick sizes. <laughs> you get the ruler out and then you go like bananas. Wait, no, you're not measuring it the same fucking place, man. Same no, place. No, this volume displacement. It's We've had this base, discussion man. before. We do volume uh, displacement. Volume, all right? We got to get a glass of water, but it can't be cold water. Not cold water. Then, you know, no, no. We got to make sure regulate the temperature. Uh, we've really, uh, Jess, we thought this out way too much. Really, yeah. you got us on a bad train. Seriously, this it. is a rabbit hole. We did in college for a long time. I can just imagine you guys all in a room with a bunch of other bros, just like, all right, pull your pants down. Let's see that. Let's dick. roll. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. No. Hold on, let me fluff it up. <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. Well, okay, we got derailed there. All right, yeah, all right. So you released your first fitness program. Was it an overnight success? What happened? I think I got 25 people on my first program. And that's, that's not bad. Oh, my God, that's huge. My first program, people yeah. I had no idea even, like, noticed me were buying this program and trying it. Wow. So, like, that was huge for me. Yeah. And so you took that and you iterated and you released another one? What'd you do? Yeah. So I took that and I was like, this 
was so bare minimum. I didn't, I mean, I put effort into it, but I could put so much more into it. So from there, I wasn't certified at the time. So I was like, I'm going to get like fully certified and I'm going to give it my all. So from there, for you for doing the education and doing what you need to do, that's that's good. Yeah, Yeah. because I honestly almost didn't because I was following a bunch of other women who were fitness trainers and they didn't have the certification. They're like, you don't need the certification, but like it's it's very beneficial for. I mean, I've learned so much and like how I can actually work with specific clients and their needs and injuries and nutrition. So yeah, it's really beneficial to be educated in that sense but from there it seems like the the responsible thing to do rather than just saying like yeah i know what i'm talking about all you gotta do is squat down and then your booty will grow and then you're good just go yeah Yeah. right it's like uh the guy who uh, runs our class in the morning he went and did a oh another kettlebell um thing in memphis got got certified even more and he came back and he was just like you know i really thought i knew what i was doing like i really did and he was just blown away by how much he learned and all that stuff. So, and things are yeah. constantly changing. So it's like having that continued education like helps you with your clients and like to make sure that they are fully prepared and doing what they need to do to reach their goals. Yeah. So, hey, go. Um, so, like, I don't know. Who in your life? I mean, this just doesn't happen. You know, people aren't just always like this now maybe you were you know it's just some genetics and a tv show you watched or something teletubbies one episode it was was he-man transformers for me blues clues blues clues um yeah millennials i was a spongebob Um, fan are you kidding me can we kick him out of the call you can (laughs) yeah Yeah, it would be better whatever you want whatever you want (laughs) goodbye i've been looking for an excuse jess thank you so much (laughs) deuces people i'm out (laughs) Come back with your mask or don't come back at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, who in your life kind of like, you know, showed you this? I mean, who'd you pick this kind of stuff up from, these kind of values? Or not uh, even just the the fitness, just that sort of like that bravery and entrepreneurial spirit that that I'm I'm impressed with. Yes. I like, I want to say myself. Nice. Whoa. Nice. All right. And like, and and I say that in a way where I feel like I had to push past people not believing in me a lot. And, Mm. and that really lit a fire under me. And I feel like I've had to really push myself every time, even now doing what I'm doing. I feel sometimes when I talk about it with some family or friends that aren't living with me in the San Francisco area anymore, they don't mm-hmm. understand what I'm doing. And I had a boyfriend when I was actually doing all of this, like creating what J-Backs Fit is today. And mm-hmm. he said one time, I just don't get it. Like, why are you doing this? It doesn't make any sense. Like, what are you even hmm. doing? And to me, that was like, I was like, what am I doing? You know, I almost like, kind of was like, do I just give this yeah. up? Like, what, what is this? But because well, th- that's usually the voices in your head. <laughs> Yeah. Say, why the fuck are you doing all this? Yeah. Like, why are you wasting your time with this? Like, no, you know, it, the imposter syndrome and everything else. But yeah, coming from the outside, it's even worse. Yeah, yes. and I think like back to like the very beginning of question of like, I, I did this and I wanted to share these things because I wish that I had someone that I could look up to and I could share, like I could learn from them. And I just like mm. really never had that one person. And I wanted, I want to be that person for others. And I think I have wow. a lot to offer and I, I continue to challenge myself to share myself. And I always say like, 
life is about experiencing and sharing and I live fully behind that and mm. it's because like I have gone through shit where it's like you know I went through the whole like I was 170 pounds and I lost weight and you should be really confident and happy with yourself but then I hated myself and mm. I had to shift my mindset to actually start liking myself again and, and doing all of these things so in the long run, you know, my work ethic and all those things came from, you know, my family. They like really pushed you to like go above and beyond, do your best, push yourself. But I kind of carry that with me. And I'm the friend. I'm the, the person who was like, people say you do so fucking much. Like, mm. when do you like stop? Like, when do you have time just to, to do yourself or have you time? And I'm like, honestly, like me doing these things is me time. Like I'm yeah. constantly growing and I like I love talking to people i love learning things i love sharing things i just like to be a source of truth for a lot of things and i like want to like get to the bottom of the truth of like how to be a wholesome person a well-rounded mindset body everything that you can put into it like i want to be a role model for a lot of people i love that and that's awesome. sort of like what we look at here i don't know about i don't know how much role models we are but we <laughs> we uh but it's look at look at us and look how we're struggling and we're going to share with you our own struggles and kind of how we're figuring this out and come along with us you know come along on this journey and let's all get better together and i think that's just so beautiful i'm also just amazed at you and your confidence and your poise and like I, like I, I entrepreneurs just always blow me away and that's what i would call you like you're you're a woman who's built a business like you've built this business around yourself and things that you can teach and things you can do and share with people i think it's just wonderful and and to be able to like look in the face of people who are saying why are you wasting your time with this and be like well fuck you i believe in myself this is what we're doing that's wonderful yeah you're your biggest like you're your biggest fan like you are your own mvp like i live by that constantly i also liked something you said uh when you were talking about that and you said you had to reteach yourself to love yourself in order to make the changes that you need to make and I think that's so huge because I've totally been in that spiral before where I was not doing the right things for myself or my health, but I didn't like myself to care enough. And I was like, ah, fuck it. When was I'm the shift? Gonna, you know. Like, how did you shift that mindset to like start actually caring about yourself and putting in the work? It's a work in progress, man. Yeah. Mine, <laughs> mine is every day. It yeah. is literally an everyday battle. And uh, mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, sometimes the demons win and sometimes I win. Yeah. But yeah. to to actually like shift and like make the switch. Not mm. yet. Yeah, I I took a uh a few years ago I went through a very deep pit of depression and got started on treatment and have been slowly crawling my way out of it. And I feel like in the last 6 months something shifted where I still have my ups and downs, but I'm in a much different place and I do I like myself. You know, I actually kind of love myself. And so I, I want to keep on this journey and keep getting better. And, uh, and that's sort of what this is all about, you know. And I think you have to love yourself from the ups and the downs. I think a lot of times mm -hmm. we get in these patterns or these thought habits where you only can love yourself when you're on cloud nine or you're on this high. Yeah. But the most crucial time to love yourself is when you are in the deep, pits of sadness yeah. or whatever it may be in the darkness you have to you gotta it. love yourself where you are right yeah every you can't day. wait you can't wait to come to jesus till you get all your shit together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
At least that's what they always said on Sunday morning when I was a kid. <laughs> so, uh, your journey. So you 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 started this business and you you've built this fitness business right over several years. You released you made programs. You continue your presence online and you you built this business of of clients. And then last year, you sort of made another shift. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how that came about and where you are now? Yeah, and. I'm smiling so big because I last year, I, it's always so funny to say, or maybe not funny is the right word to say, but last year was a really good year for me. And I know it was really hard for a lot of people. And sometimes I always skate that line of, do I even want to say that it was a good year for me? But last year, I just moved out to California and uh, end of 2019, and I was starting this new chapter, this new life. I was really excited. And then the pandemic hit. And mm -hmm. everything just went quiet. Mm -hmm. And with the silence, I found my inner self-talk being really loud. And I had to sit with myself and reevaluate what I wanted and who I was. And when I was sitting with myself, a lot of times my inner voice would be like, yeah, you know, you've worked so hard on your body, but like you're still shit. You mm -hmm. like don't like, your body isn't as great as you think it is. You are impatient. You are unkind. You're so you're not calm. Like all of these things that I wasn't. And I really just took all of this negative self-talk, this negative feedback I was giving myself and said, mm -hmm. OK, well, then how do I shift? What do I do? There's all of this time in the world. I'm not just going to sit on my ass and watch TV. I'm going to actually do something about it. So from there, really, because a lot of people did that. <laughs> I know, and honestly, I literally I mean, Netflix made a shit ton of money. I so don't the watch liquor TV. Stores, a lot of people just drank in Netflix yeah. for okay, a year and I, a half. I drank. <laughs> I, I, I did drink, but I didn't watch TV at all. I literally got rid of my TV this year. There's no TV in my room. I got wow. rid of like my 70 inch TV and my. I'm flexing. It was like fucking 55 inches. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, why did I say 70? Am I a liar? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I just like didn't benefit from any of the TV. And a lot of like my roommates are watching trash TV. And I'm like, I walked into a room. My friend was or my roommate was watching like Love Island. I walk in. I'm like sitting there just watching it for two minutes. And she's like, isn't it so good? I'm like. I have to go. Like, I, I can't stand in here anymore. I don't know what you're taking in right now. I totally, wow. totally get that. When I walk in and it's the circle or some housewife thing, I'm just going, it's my wife's name, Meta. Meta, do you, like, get relaxed by listening to, and she, I think she does, because she'll, like, fall asleep to, like, people just being super catty and bitchy and just horrible. And I'm going, I'm getting, like, actively pissed off at this like this is like start sweating this wrong. is stressing me out this is stressing me the fuck out and yeah so literally then I how Const i feel so then i watch so constantine you, you again. did not fall into that uh very common pitfall rabbit hole that a lot of the world did last year so what did you do instead you yeah. educated yourself you started the reading you started reaching out what'd you do i i started 
with affirmations, I think like that's like, the first thing that comes to mind is I started with affirmations because um, I like didn't like myself, all these things. And I was like, what can I do to make myself like myself? And I started with like meditation that was just solely affirmations um, mm. because I was trying to get into meditation. I knew it was supposed to be good for you. And I'm like, OK, but I can't just like sit in silence. My yeah. mind does not work like that whatsoever. So I started just doing like I am affirmations. So I'm sitting there for 10 minutes and just someone saying like, okay, focus on your breath, close your eyes and listen to these statements. Like mm. I am whole, I am enough, I am loved, I am kind, all of these things. And Good things. yeah, great things that you are and for you to believe to be true. And mm. I took that and I kind of went to journaling then I was like okay I'm, I'm starting these thoughts with affirmations and meditation how can I elevate that even more and I would grab a journal and I was like okay what do I want to be that I'm not and I really focused on like three specifics that I was kind of unlearning from growing up and mm. I think like with my parents as amazing as they are some of the values or the traits that they kind of carried over they filtered into me was impatience um sometimes not being very calm and mm. I noticed that I would be very like reactive and I'm like I don't want to be reactive anymore I wrote down for three weeks the first like week I really kind of focused on this was like I am kind I am patient um I am gentle and mm. I started actually noticing that every day I was saying this in my day-to-day -day life, I was seeing that if there were times where I was becoming super impatient, I would kind of take a step back and be like, I am patient. Hmm. And I would like encompass that. I would, I would bring that in. I would take a deep breath and I would go with it. And then I found myself after three weeks, a month of doing these things that I was becoming more patient. I was becoming more kind. And then That's I was powerful. like hyped. Yeah. I was like, what else can I do? How else can I achieve things? <laughs> Where can this train take me? <laughs> oh, I was fucking choo choo motherfucker. Like, let's go. <laughs> awesome. Um, but it, start, it started there, and then I was really just kind of taking every single day as a day to learn. What can I learn more of? What can I research? Mm. And I, I just got so excited that I was able to actually shift my mindset. And when mm -hmm. I actually looked in the mirror, I saw someone I fucking loved, and I was jazzed That's awesome. about. And That's so yeah. great. Yeah. I'm so, like, yeah, it sounds like you, you just, you know, you just kind of – dipped your toes into mindfulness and started finding some really powerful results. And then and at some point you decided, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to go, I'm going to get, become a certified meditation, meditation person. Like when, when, when did that happen? Yeah. And uh, so I'm someone who wants to just be the best of the best, know everything. And like I said, I got trained, mm -hmm. I was training myself and I released a program for fitness and didn't have a certification. Then I was like, no, I'm going to get certified so I can like do this the right way. And cool. with meditation, I was writing my own meditations um, mm -hmm. because I was listening to so many and I was like picking what I liked and what I didn't like and kind of putting them together. Sure. I like to think of myself loosely as a writer. Um, mm -hmm. Like that's what the podcast with the meditations like I write sure. and then I speak them. Um, and I was like, I need to elevate myself. I want to make sure that I know know it all so I can speak on it so I can be better at it so I can 
produce this and give this out to amazing people. So mm. I decided the beginning of this year that I was going to get certified in meditation. And I mean, it was like a four month process. It was online, but I was really trying to take it in. And we were doing all these classes, online classes, and then we were practicing the meditation. And then we were doing trials. I was calling friends like, hey, hmm. are you ready to close your eyes and take some deep breaths with me? <laughs> and they're like, Jesus, Jessica. So- so did this program come through any, was it some sort of Buddhist tradition or was it a, a secular sort of meditation program or how did, what, how did it go? It was more of just a mindfulness. That is kind of where it came from. Mm-hmm. It was just like a mindfulness meditation course um, cool. and like school of positive thinking was, was the, the course. And nice. um, it, I mean, it t- talked about Buddhist traditions and all of that. And I've actually been like super interested in like Buddhist traditions. I have some Buddhist books here and mm-hmm. I read um, Siddhartha which um, oh, is totally a bro and it's such a it's such a dude book most girls <laughs> do not like Herman why Harris, my yeah. wife introduced me to that book I'm what just telling you I'm just telling you how Your it wife's is a bro we love it yeah, yeah. she is pretty bro <laughs> so the adult in the room you got into mindfulness you're, you're teaching mindfulness I've seen your insight timer page it's lovely um, have you done I'm a meditation gonna to, I'm gonna have to check out your meditations I, ju- I didn't even know you had an insight timer page until today when I was looking at your bio I was like oh that's so cool because I use insight timer all the time it's amazing it's like my yeah it's very nice and and at some point you started a podcast you're like I'm just gonna like yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go this route. And it's not like, you know, a podcast where you're out there dropping fitness tips. This is like your podcast where you're talking about your life and your own struggles and you're really sharing in a vulnerable, open way that's lovely and welcoming and, and I think is powerful. What led you there? How'd that happen? I think what led me there is like I I love Instagram. I love being on it, but I don't like typing anymore like i like to make the joke of i have carpal tunnel uh, you know i have a forward leaning head because of so wait hold on hold on hold on back the fuck up. you say you started a you say you started a podcast you don't like typing yeah <laughs> that's literally I mean, why, why? right that's yeah, because i like to like share that, it makes a lot of sense i like to share but i don't want to just be texting and i think the way i deliver Mm-hmm. in in with my voice it is just super powerful and I think like kind of where it started with working from home so I also work at a tech company and I plan their events mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. during the pandemic working from home we were doing constantly like zoom calls and I was yeah. seeing myself and I was hearing myself talk and I got I was always confident speaking, but I think I got more confident in having constant client communications, calls, things like that. And then working on like my mindfulness and delivery, I was just like really crushing the way I was speaking to people. And Mm. I was like, okay, I don't like typing, but I really like to share. I like to write and I want to produce something. And I saw Mm. a girl that I followed on Instagram who we follow each other since like the beginning of my Instagram days. And she Mm. just started one. And I was Mm. like, hey, like I just reached out to her. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And she was like, I just yeah. got a mic and I did it. And I was like... Yeah, turns out it's actually really easy to start a podcast. It is so it's hard easy. To, it's kind of hard to keep it going, but it's really easy to start one. <laughs> yeah, they let anybody in this place. They do. And it's funny because all of my friends are like, you can only have one podcaster friend. And I was like, is that hard? They're like, yeah, everyone has a podcast. But I'm I'm the friend that's the podcaster right now, so that's cool. But all my other friends are like, should we start a podcast? And I'm like, fuck yeah, you should. Like, 
why not just fucking talk so like, there was a, a, a this the state of australia released a, a psa uh don't start a podcast last yeah. year it was really funny she's like i know you think your mate joey is really smart and everybody wants to listen to your talk but we don't <laughs> we really really don't just don't fucking start a podcast so and, and he sent this to me like right before he's like hey let's start this podcast hey watch this let's start a podcast, let's start a podcast. <laughs> yes Damn it, Enoch! You are a you're a complicated. But man. it's fun. It's fun, and I think something that someone shared with me. I was talking about like I started having guests on my podcast, and mm-hmm. I love I love editing. I'm like in iMovie. I'm in my Anchor app is where I edit everything, oh, wow. mm-hmm. and it's just so much fun for me. And they're like, you know, like what are you doing this for? And I was like, just to share myself. Like if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And they're like, yeah. I mean, like you're just having fun at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so funny. We're we're like totally opposites here cuz like I like writing and I <laughs> I really I like typing. And I I edit through Descript cuz it 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 pulls it into a transcript and then I could just edit the text and the t- that the editing the text will go back and edit the audio. And I find I, it so much easier to work that I, way. I I don't I don't do any of this. <laughs> I just I just show up in a mask. So You're just here looking pretty. <laughs> Thank he you. is exactly the, the luchador millstone around my neck That's is what a, he is. I mean, just another <laughs> You're just the greatest co-host. That's right. What do you, what do you show up for? What's your, what's your tagline? What is my tagline? Oh, come, God damn it. You can't even remember your come tagline. Come on. You, you have one this. job. Uh, yeah. In, in Fuego. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. In Sorry, Fuego. All right. Set that up again so we can. Okay. Play. Make it really grunty, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to keep all this in. This is all staying in. So, what's your tagline, Sosh? In Fuego! <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, I'm just the human. You're the beatboxer, too. You you do the intro and the exit music. I'm just the human sound machine. Anix always like dance for me, monkey. Dance <laughs> slowly. Let's see you dance. <laughs> I, can, I ain't seen you dirty dance. <laughs> Three six nine, damn good time. Come and get you, get you, get you one more time. Get low, get low, get low. Yes. Uh- <laughs> yeah, there he goes. He goes. He's getting so low. He's getting out of the camera view. That's awesome. That's so great. We love a dancer. Oh, you too. <laughs> you, I don't know. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I should leave. <laughs> Good luck on these edits, man. It, it's hilarious, too, because when uh, Jess was saying uh, she brought the the party planner, I was like, you know, because I was already starting to get like these vibes of, uh, of Amanda, like on several things. But that's what she does for a living. She's, uh, uh, yeah, she's the event planner for the, you know, whatever. I'm not going to name the name. Um, but yeah, and it does the same thing. And I was sitting there going, oh my God, it's like, yeah. Yeah. A, a much younger version. <laughs> no, no, I didn't, you better edit that out. <laughs> just as yeah, dude, this is getting weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, where are you going with this? No, it was like, just weird. I, other it was just, than just to make her uncomfortable? No, like, I wasn't trying to make you her You can't make me uncomfortable. I could probably I make you make uncomfortable. uncomfortable. He's really trying. No, I mean, like, he's not. like comparing What else can you throw at me? I was I, just I don't saying, know. dude. You just sound up like a lot of it's, you, it. Was you just sound really like cool. a gray-headed fucking creeper. Is what you sound like. <laughs> you know what? Jesus right. Christ! Hey, I'm just I complimented. I'm, I'm flattered the entire time. Thank That's you, it. Jess. That's I what do. I was I trying work to so do. So hard. I work so hard. I get these good <laughs> guests this, on here, and this is why and you're just you scare a them away. Sabot- you're a saboteur. <laughs> I'm. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just want to. I just want to go to sleep, man. I just got like three you, hours um, of sleep. You get, your nap time's coming, buddy. <laughs> nap time's coming. Don't worry. We'll get you some more milk. <laughs> some chocolate milk. Okay. Hey, so I do want to say not to creep you out anymore, but I want to say, like, you know. I love the fact that I see you on Instagram and you're posting these awesome workout videos and you're, you're a beautiful woman, but you're not like this twiggy little, you know, Instagram waif who's given like, you know, makeup tips. Like you're up there, you're pumping iron. You look awesome. You've got big muscles. Like you look like I like, I want, I've got two daughters and I want my daughters to watch people like you on Instagram and be like, yeah, I want to learn to be a badass like J-Bax. Oh so what do, you have, what do you have? That was so sweet. You Holy you shit. you did you yeah. What I was trying to do was that, and you just <laughs> killed it, Nick. But go. what? I, but I well, I guess like I guess that leads me into the the segue. I was going to ask like what what tips you know a dad of young daughters you know it's it's hard for young girls growing up, and particularly in the Instagram world. I mean, like that's been definitively shown to decrease mental health in young girls. Um, and you know what what. What would you say? I've got an eleven-year-old, a seven-year-old. What should I be teaching him, J. Bax? You're going to teach me how to be a dad because I need help. <laughs> well, first off, I want to say I bet you're a great dad. You're hilarious, and you seem very caring. So they're lucky to have you. Thank you, thank you. My thoughts, my advice to being a good dad for these seven and eleven-year-old: just let them feel and shower them with love and. I think the biggest thing is, is always validate them. I've been reading this book lately um, about emotional agility and how mm. we sometimes like. What's the name of the book? We love to post books on our Emotional show. Agility. Oh, that's the name of the yeah, book. Yeah, I'm really bad at knowing the author's name, but I can, it's, I'm looking at it we'll, over I'll there. I'll look it but up. Yeah. Um, but I think where it comes from, it comes from society and the way you're raised. And a lot of people I've been having on the podcast, my podcast, have been really dissecting how they were raised and how it made them feel about their bodies and their mindsets. And a lot of times it's just, just validate, (laughs) validate their feelings, validate if they're sad, let them cry, let them feel, tell them they're beautiful and, and just show them the way and just give them all of these resources. If you want your daughters to have a role model, such as myself, find women that are out there. I'm sure that they're going to be getting social media soon. And like, Say like, hey, it'd be really cool if you followed this person and like start putting that out there. And then they're going to be like, I only know to be mindful or to love my body in this way versus other Instagrammers who are like, yeah, let's be skinny. Let's do our makeup, all these things. It's Mm -hmm. there's two types of society. There's the one who's like very Mm -hmm. like makeup, always have to look pretty, always on your A game. And then there's other where it's like, it's okay to have bad days. Like you're beautiful without makeup on. Like you can lift heavy Mm -hmm. fucking shit. And you're going to look mm-hmm. amazing and you're going to be so strong, just constantly mm-hmm. instilling in like those affirmations of like, you are amazing as you are. Don't let society tell you anything else. So, but seriously, when should I get them pumping iron? Um, high school. Yeah. High school. Yeah. I, I, I learned Everybody a lot. Everybody knows that, <laughs> I learned a lot in high school. Um, I, I played sports in high school, so I. Because I've been real. The seven year old, I've been really, I've been really disappointed in her bench press. Fucking can only hell. do the bar. It's a it's only it's only 120 pounds, little one. Get it up. <laughs> and no, you don't want to you... stunt their growth because if you start them too young, you can stunt their growth. We don't want to do that. Uh, don't worry. I'm giving them hu- I'm giving them HGH, <laughs> and I'm give- and I've got them on protein shakes twice a day. They're gonna be fine. 
I know what I'm doing. I think we'll walk around like suitcase arms. <laughs> you know what? I changed my mind. I've changed my mind, Jess. I know what the fuck I'm doing. You don't know what you know what? About. Kick me out of the call. You don't need me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, okay, so, you know, you know. But seriously, brass tacks, Jess, what do you bench? What do I bench? Oh, pff, can you ask me what I squat or hip thrust? What do you instead? squat? Yes. Um, okay, squat. what do I squat? What? Is, She's like both of you. What is what is fifty five <laughs> on each side plus the forty five pound bar? I'm so bad at math. That's literally my. It's, oh wow, you're terrible at math. It's one sixty five. No, I honestly don't do PRs. I oh. I am a sustainable. Yeah, that's probably smart. I, I'm sorry. I, I thought I thought she said one ten plus. Okay, so you're right. So that's you're what right, you do. Nick. That's what you do for your sets. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I work up to it, but yeah, I can do. I could probably do five to eight reps of nice. yeah yeah whatever nice. dude i can do like 200 well yeah whatever. yeah see i i actually <laughs> i was uh when i was back when i was exercising regularly i would always be on this you know there's not, not many people over in the free weight section of the gym so i'm over there and i'm like doing my my squats and i'm feeling pretty good at myself and there was like talk about twiggy little girls like this like high school girl who looked like my height and maybe a buck 20 would come <laughs> and she was always fucking squatting more than me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, you can't underestimate those swiggies. They're, they're I'm just going to fucking go home now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. You just ruined my whole fucking day. Yeah. And then, and then she could probably do like 5,000, like what are those body, uh, burpees? The, no, the, the, where you like, I lay on your back and you do, do like a rocking chair. Yeah, Can you show you us? About? Yeah. Can you adjust your camera and show us what you're? Is this like a Pilates thing? What are you talking about? Pilates thing. (laughs) Are you you nice pants, douche? (laughs) You fucking douchebag! Look, what are you? (laughs) I think that's. I think that's called the hobby horse. I think it's called the. uh, uh, That's a when 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 Sosh had seizures as a kid. That was his rescue (laughs) position. I never had a documented seizure. Never had <laughs> like they're not called body saws. What are they called? It was, it's it's, it's a, the teeter totter. I think it's called the teeter. Is that for your yeah. abs? Like yeah. I know. Yeah, just, okay, I've never. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. So move. she she's the fitness expert. She's never heard of this fucking thing you're talking about. I, I don't like train I'm, abs. Abs are okay. so overrated. Like you, every single workout you do, especially when you're lifting weights, it is a core mm-hmm. workout. Like your right. your okay, core should be locked in. Okay, I want her to come to my main question because my main question is like I you know I w- actually I was lifting quite a bit for a while and was really enjoying it feeling really strong but I got so frustrated because every time my kids like saw me without a shirt on they were like when are you gonna get abs <laughs> no. like dad you have like one ab yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, where was it at was the top was it in the middle or is that one ab okay. no just like one big ab oh, like, oh. <laughs> the, the dad ab okay yeah, okay. the dad ab <laughs> It was a. It wasn't a six pack. It was a pony keg. <laughs> okay, what's what's in the pony keg? <laughs> Some a nice IPA. Okay, <laughs> it's not all about the abs. Dad bods are into. Cool. Well, I I, I would know. like to you know because it's Glenn. We, so my guru the the my therapist you know meditation guy. He also runs a, a gym. And in, in downtown Little Rock, and so that they're they're not into abs or you know they're they just do like uh, mix between CrossFit and Orange Theory, and there's a lot of core workout that kind of you warm up, and then you'll do like one day is a bench day, one day is a a squat day, and one day is deadlift or power clean, 
and they, you know, muscle confusion, all that stuff. But and I get that. I get that. I totally am into like functional exercise and like, you know, just getting strong and, and feeling good in your body. But goddamn, once in my life, I want to have like some rock and abs. Oh, like you know, if it, no, maybe just no, like for a fucking week, a week. <laughs> and then I'll like and then I'll eat again and they'll go away. But like once, just once, I'm going to get a nice photo shoot and we'll put it all over the website. <laughs> you, you, you can contour muscle. your abs with some makeup and then you can yeah. put some oil on yourself, have some good lighting. I'm going to get, like, the six-pack ring and just stretch it across my belly for a little yes. while. Yes. Wear a waist trainer for a little bit. Spanks. Have you ever seen the video of that really fat guy with the tattooed abs on? It's really awesome. No. That sounds really it's gross. Like, yeah, you get, like, these tattooed, like, fake abs. Like, was it, like, an like, actual tattoo or was it, like, a, a fake tattoo? They're sitting on top of a belly, like, like sticking out here. It was, like, it, it's horrendous. Yeah. Um. Sorry. What, seriously, though, what sort, of, what sort of fitness tips can you give a couple of uh, – Middle-aged. Middle-aged. <laughs> oh, jinx. Uh, yeah. Middle-aged. Well, and I'm I, in my prime. I And I think we – I was thinking about this after you emailed me, like, think about it. I was like, all right. I'm like, I think I would give you the same – Because if I had to guess, I bet your audience skews younger than us. Um, well, <laughs> yes, see, yes and no. Yes and no. I was actually on – I was on a podcast a few months ago um, with a man in his – in his 50s I guess um and he reached out to me not too long ago and was like hey like what can you do to change my life and like he Hmm. wanted like what to work out with me and I think like when I was a trainer in a gym because I trained in the gym too my clientele Mm -hmm. were my favorite my favorite client was a like a 39 year old um Mm. and like it's the same structure Obviously, mm-hmm. you need to think about, you know, the way your injuries are from like, but that's how it is if you're 15 and you have an injury. Um, what if you, yeah, what if you had a friend who rolled over a golf cart and almost broke your back once and sometimes it still hurts? I would say consult I, your doctor. Are you okay? Yeah, I would, I would call that guy uh, a wuss. <laughs> Like, Are you lying like, down? I mean, like, like what? Nobody, like nobody, you know. We pulp fiction clean that in- shit up and never happened. <laughs> Quit acting like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I couldn't walk for a fucking week, but other wow. than that, I'm okay now. You, what you movements you have you done that hurt or that don't hurt? Like what? Where? I, I'm Actually, g- it doesn't. It doesn't. I was like, I need to do a whole full consultation on you. Right no. Now. no, no, I'm sorry. I just, just like to was to shit. give me a hard time. It, did, it, it hurt me for like two or three months, but I'm, I'm okay now. I'm um, okay. You know, I was drinking a lot at the time. <laughs> Were you the one who ran Chris, over? We weren't even that. It was early in the day. We weren't even yeah. that drunk. <laughs> no, it was like it was absurd it was a that, that happened. Yeah, it really was. But a little I, wet I, grass, a little bit of a hill. He was trying to show off. He was I'm like, "Thought he was smoking the fucking bandit." Yeah, on, I am on a very reckless cart. person. So <clears throat> I've seen. Um, he hit the ground, and I landed on top of him, and uh, it hurt a little bit. Hurt a little bit. Actually, I thought it was okay. You landed on and, top of me. I know. <laughs> He thought he said, "I thought you guys get softer. wild." Oh yeah, <laughs> we've we have been our own worst enemies in the past. For so long. <laughs> we're trying to be How? better, Jess. Okay, okay. Jess, okay. we're trying to be better influences on each other than we used to I be. Like- mm-hmm. Port that. 
So, so nothing. So you don't think there's anything specific for a middle-aged man other than just pay attention to your body, pay attention to your injuries. But just you know, it's it's sort of the same thing as uh, someone of any age. You know, you yeah. I mean, move like move heavy, move heavy shit, eat right, and you're gonna do okay. Yeah, and like you don't even need to move heavy shit. Like as long as you, I think, I think when you're older, you do need to focus more on the nutrition side of it, um, because like things catch up with you. But just be mm. mindful of what you're putting in your body, and for the most part, you know exactly what that is. I I always have to mm-hmm. say that. You know, everyone wants this this right or wrong thing to eat, which I'm happy to provide that. But if you're eating a greasy burger, like that probably mm. isn't the best for you. And you're not and your body's literally going to tell you afterwards, hey, that doesn't feel good inside of me. Like, I don't. Feels That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I gave He's a little pause there. Yeah, I He's do. celebrating, like, folks. She... <laughs> <laughs> now there's the dance. Nice. Very nice. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that it's makes all very that makes similar. a lot of sense. <clears throat> I also, um, when I was lifting regularly, rest was something that I did not put enough rest and recovery was something I did not put enough uh, focus on, and realized to my <laughs> to, to my detriment that it's really fucking important. Okay, yeah, but on, on that point, so like I've I've been doing the uh, the three days a week, and the last two weeks, I I mean I've just kind of quit. I've fallen off the the wagon, so to speak. And my coworker, she works out like six days a week. And she you know, has always said that uh, the secret to her success is waking up the same time every day, all the time, um, and working out like that. So to, to Enoch's point of the rest and stuff, I mean, I kind of see the value in what she's saying. And I'm trying to spread that out. Like the three hard days, sure, but I still need something to get me up. You know, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and and work mm. out active rep, whatever. Mm-hmm. So answer that question. That's for when me. you do. That's when you can do your little hobby horse and your kegels. <laughs> kegels. Yeah. Kegels. Yeah. I think kegels well, I, and I think is it kegels Dude, or those kegels? I can lift a beach I think towel. It's I mean, kegels. I've been hearing. I've been hearing about kegels for a while. As being, I'll just miss so. the beach towel comment. I can <laughs> Wait, lift a beach towel. A beach towel. <laughs> What's up? What's up with that? <laughs> Cracking walnuts over there. Nice. Um. <clears throat> when, it come, when it comes to rest and how she's working out every single day at the same time, like my regimen, like it's, it's all about routine. Regardless yeah. of what the routine is, if you're working out at... Habit. It's about habit. Habit. Exactly. Discipline. All of those things. But like when I wake up, like I wake up at 6 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday. And like whether or not I'm going to be working out or not, like I have my routine. So like even if you're not going to work out, maybe you'll do you'll read a book or something or maybe you'll do your Kegels. You know, you'll do something small. You'll stretch. You'll do uh, oh, yoga, like a 15 minute yoga. <laughs> but you'll do something to just add that as like a, a placeholder for your workout. Okay. That, that's I like that. That's actually that's some good advice. That's some really like that good advice. Kegels. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny. We've been we've been bullshitting for like an hour now, and I have not actually. The, one of the big things I wanted to talk to you about was sort of that intersection between mental and physical health, because you seem perfectly poised in the spheres that you rotate in. Yeah, yeah, your posture is very nice too. Um, and but about you, you just seem like a type of person. You might have something to add to that conversation, which I think would be really nice to talk about. So, 
shoot, go ahead. Tell me, where do you think, you know, physical fitness and physical health can feed into your own mental health and vice versa? Yeah. I mean, like from the get go, the beginning of my fitness journey was straight body. Focus on your body. Your body is the most important thing. But then I would get Mm -hmm. anxious. I had depressive episodes. I had all of these things that I thought, okay, well, if I work out harder, then I'm going to get that high and I'm going to ride that high Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be happy then. Mm -hmm. And there is that. You do, you do get that where it's like you are, you're going to work out and you're happier afterwards, but then that kind of wears off. So how Mm -hmm. do you carry that with you? And that's where, you know, mental health and your mental state becomes so important because you need to constantly tell yourself all of these happy thoughts or just thoughts about being like, I am with myself and I love myself and all of these things. And that trickles into your day to day. So me I'm a very positive person, and I think that's pretty obvious. Um, but I no way. I was like just a <laughs> negative girl, such a all nice. the way. <laughs> negative Nancy. Such a downer. Folks at home, this whole conversation has been such a fucking downer. <laughs> I'm about to go take a nap. <laughs> I'm cry after this. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> no, you're absolutely a positive person. Go on. Sorry. I think I used to be super <laughs> negative, and I don't think people call me out on that. But I would always be like, "Oh, poor me. This sucks. All of these things." And wow. what is that? Oh, said, yeah, wow. Yeah. That seems like a transformation from where you seem like. Today. Right. Right. And I always <laughs> like to joke around with people who meet me in this time of my life. Like you would not recognize me a few years ago, like two years ago, you would be like, who the fuck is this? Who, who is she? Mm-hmm. And I think it like stems from, you know, back to like the mental health and everything. Like every single day I wake up and I, heard this on um i did watch a documentary not too long ago emotions 2.0 on amazon prime hmm. and the first thing they said was when your head leaves the pillow you have everything you need and i thought that was super powerful Tob. super powerful and i think wow. that's what carries into the mental health where i wake up and every everything i do i'm putting a happy thought or positive thought or I'm okay I'm safe all of these things and that transitions over into when I work out I feel really good about myself when I look in the mirror I look I feel good about myself I'm talking to people as my authentic self because I like myself mm. now have you ever done any like uh, training or, or read any much on cognitive behavioral therapy um I've dabbled but I haven't gotten too deep in it because it just sounds a lot of those little mind tricks you're talking like you know just tur- turning things around switching negative talk to positive talk sound a lot like it's right out of the school i'm literally that friend where if you say something negative i immediately come back and be like well what if we shift it this way like today my friend texted me and said self-care sucks and then said it's discipline and then wrote out i woke up this morning early i did a workout i read i took myself on a date and when i read Mm -hmm. that i'm like Self-care sucks, but you did all of these amazing things for yourself. So me Mm. being the friend I am wrote back and I said, challenge. What if we rephrase sucks to challenging? Because Mm. it is challenging to totally fully put yourself into self-care, but it's Mm. so inspiring. It's so magnificent the way you feel afterwards and mm-hmm. like I was inspired by that text message that she did all of these things on a Saturday morning for herself. So she's inspiring versus it doesn't suck kind of thing. So total mind shift. 
we we talk about that stuff all the time. You just you got to do the work. You yeah. got to do the work. Especially if you're if you're saying that like this is good for you, then you're gonna want to do it. But if you say this sucks, you're gonna be like, well, if if it sucks, why would I want to do this? Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good one. That's awesome, Jessica. We have taken up a lot of your time. You are so inspiring and cool, and uh, just it's been a super fun conversation. Where can people find you if they want to find you online? You can find me um, on Instagram, jbaxfit, mm-hmm. J-B-A-X-F-I-T. And if you want to listen to my meditations, I'm on Insight Timer. That's also the link in my bio. And then I'm mm-hmm. also... Um, have a website and if you want to reach out to me I have so many different links for you workout programs mindfulness coach programs um, anything that you may need I am your girl or just DM me well awesome thanks for having me (laughs) thanks Jess this was awesome I enjoyed this (laughs) bye well folks that's it for today's episode hope you enjoyed it hope you learned something God knows we always do don't forget to subscribe so you can continue to follow along on this journey. And please join us. Let's get better together, or at the very least, 10% less shitty. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and now Clubhouse at True Brody Sattva. That's true, T-R-U. And don't forget to check in at our blog, thebrodysattva.com, to keep up to date on what's going on in our world. As always, this show is written by Enoch Daniel and Sosh Woodbine, and produced by me. And special thanks to Scott Holmes, who wrote our theme music. Until next time, keep working, keep seeking, and keep living that Brody Sattva life. Bye now.